What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 783. In this episode, I'll discuss why the administration of glucose without thiamine might precipitate or worsen Wernicke's encephalopathy. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 783. Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome is actually a combination of two different syndromes, both the result of severe thiamine deficiency. Wernicke's encephalopathy is an acute disorder that has significant mortality and neurologic morbidity associated with it. Korsakoff syndrome is the chronic neurological disorder that arises if a patient with Wernicke's encephalopathy is not treated adequately. According to a review article, over 75% of patients with Wernicke's encephalopathy also abuse alcohol. Disorders associated with prolonged malnutrition account for the majority of non-alcoholic patients with Wernicke's encephalopathy. There is no objective test for Wernicke's encephalopathy. It's a clinical diagnosis. The predominant clinical symptoms of Wernicke's encephalopathy are encephalopathy as shown by disorientation and decreased level of consciousness and ataxia. Nystagmus is also traditionally considered a common finding, but in a review article, it occurred in a minority of the cases. The cane criteria can be used to assist in the diagnosis of Wernicke's encephalopathy. Patients with at least two of the following four criteria are considered to have Wernicke's encephalopathy according to cane criteria. Number one, dietary deficiency. Number two, oculomotor abnormalities. Number three, cerebellar dysfunction. Number four, either altered mental status or mild memory impairment. Quickly giving large doses of IV thiamine as the recommended treatment for Wernicke's encephalopathy. A regimen recommended by UK Royal College of Physicians is 500 milligrams of thiamine IV minibag over 30 minutes, three times daily for two days, then 250 milligrams IV minibag once daily for five days. There is a long-standing concern expressed in medical textbooks and teaching that the administration of glucose without giving thiamine can precipitate or worsen Wernicke's encephalopathy. This concern is raised because thiamine-depending enzymes play a critical role in both the breakdown of glucose and the citric acid cycle. In the setting of thiamine deficiency, severe enough to cause Wernicke's, giving lots of glucose could result in both less ATP synthesis and a rapid buildup in levels of lactic acid. This concern is academic in most patients, as it can be easy to wait to start a 5% dextrose infusion until the first doses of thiamine have been given. However, some patients with thiamine deficiency might also present with severe hypoglycemia, and clinicians would be faced with having to choose between allowing the hypoglycemia to persist longer until thiamine can be obtained and administered, or giving the usual bolus of IV dextrose to treat hypoglycemia before any thiamine is given and potentially worsening symptoms of Wernicke's. A group of authors examined the evidence to support this concern and published a review in the Journal of Emergency Medicine. They found no randomized trials, cohort studies, or case control studies that examined the use of glucose before thiamine as it might relate to acute worsening of Wernicke's encephalopathy. Instead, only animal models, case reports, and expert opinion-based articles were found that looked at this issue. 
The animal studies included thiamine-depleted rats that developed worsening of symptoms and changes in the brain within 40 minutes of a glucose load. Unfortunately, there's nothing to suggest that the 40-minute timeline or the rate or amount of glucose administered can be extrapolated to humans. The authors of the review article looked into a 1981 case series that seems to be the most commonly cited article supporting a link between glucose loading and acute onset of Wernicke encephalopathy in thiamine-deficient patients. But none of the patients in the case series received an acute glucose load. In fact, it seems based on the case series that it's prolonged infusion with 5% dextrose of a day or more before giving thiamine is what might be associated with worsening symptoms of Wernicke's. Based on the articles the reviewers found, their suggestion is that in the setting of severe hypoglycemia that would require a bolus of IV dextrose, this should be given promptly and without delay to patients even if there is a suspicion for thiamine deficiency or Wernicke's. Once the patient's glucose is restored to a normal level, the focus of treatment can turn towards supplementation with IV thiamine. To get access to my free download area with 20 different resources to help hospital pharmacists in their practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.